Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Parlay, a podcast for betting on yourself. I'm your host, Kelly McGuire. This season, I've had the opportunity to sit down, well, virtually at least, with incredible individuals. We've enjoyed candid conversations about learning from past experiences, which chances were worth taking, the highs and lows, and finding your inner compass. The whole reason I started Parlay was to share stories of people who have found their calling and the journey that ensued. My guest today, my friend Dr. Hilary Dinning, did not start her career as a naturopath. In fact, she stepped away from a successful job trading on Bay Street to return to school and follow her dream of merging various modalities of medicine. Hillary is about as authentic as they come. And if you follow her on any of her social media channels, which I highly recommend, or have the pleasure of knowing her in real life, then you already know this. In a world of filters and highlight reels, Hillary is a breath of fresh air that we all need right now. Juggling her very full life, which also includes titles of mother, wife, sister, and friend, among many other things, she somehow always seems to know when it is time to stop and pivot and laugh off the chaos. Hey, Thank you. Yeah, that's so nice, Paul. I really appreciate that. <laughs> well, it is 100% true. And I know as we go on through the conversation that people will get an inside glimpse into the wonderful person that you are. And uh, I think get a lot out of your journey to where you are today, because it definitely took a little bit of like a <laughs> 90 degree turn. So we'll get into that. But I think first and foremost, how are you doing? This is a crazy time in the world. And uh, I always like to check in with everybody when we start. So yeah, it's so funny. I, uh, I say that actually a lot to uh patients in general and friends, my gosh, and family too, you know, when I say, Oh, hey, how's it going? And then it's really, it's like, Oh, that's a really loaded question. Uh, (laughs) You never know what you're going to get. Do you have a while? (laughs) Yeah. And it's really interesting right now, because you're right. It's, it is such a wild time. And lots of people are, well, I shouldn't say lots, I'd say, you know, most people are super ungrounded right now. And go through different periods of, you know, feeling like, okay, you know, this Mm -hmm. is all making sense to like, oh my gosh, this has changed again and and Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. Um, And I think that's, you know, voyaging into anything new, i.e., you know, what's going on right now. We don't, we don't know all the answers. So it is, I love, and you know what, it's funny because I, 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 um, I love knowing so much about people in general. So to truly mm-hmm. ask the question and really, you know, be interested in a, in a answer, you know, I, I have time for it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so let's let's roll back here a little bit and and can you explain to everybody because not everybody is familiar with naturopathy. So can you give a little bit of an overview? Uh, you know, if people say, what's a naturopath to you? What kind of what kind of doctor are you? Could you give a little, little explanation about that? And then people who are listening to the episode, if it's not something they're familiar with, then we can all kind of start on the same page and your journey yeah. will make a little bit more sense to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so naturopathic medicine is, we essentially are always trying to look for the root cause of any health concern that's going on. Um in order to to treat that as opposed to band-aid the situation. Um, mm-hmm. And so with our modalities, and modalities can actually change from naturopath to naturopath, yet 
anything from uh, nutrient supplements, um, mm -hmm. high dose nutrient supplements like IV therapy, uh, mm -hmm. homeopathy, herbal medicine, acupuncture is under our scope. So mm -hmm. with all those modalities, we essentially go in and treat that root cause as opposed to, like I just said before, band-aiding the situation. Mm -hmm. um, naturopaths are interesting. We have, you know, I, to be honest, I can't tell you all the sort of stats in terms of our schooling yet. It's very similar and, and mm -hmm. definitely not the same yet very similar to a, uh, a traditional medical doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, except then when we're now in practice, what you're doing is we're spending 90 minutes, 75 minutes, uh, with a child or with an adult to really go through a novel of an intake to get a, a full picture of what's going on for the person. Uh, mm -hmm. because it's, you know, another, another kind of foundational pull to naturopathic medicine is treating the whole person. Mm -hmm. Well, I have been seeing naturopaths for a number of years, so I am a huge fan and I feel like I'm constantly referring people to go <laughs> to naturopaths. I also, you know, have a GP and I feel like they're, if you can mesh kind of traditional Western medicine and naturopathy and other modalities to create like a complete health system for yourself, you're the more, you, the more you can access and the more that you can use those tools to your advantage, yeah. then the better, right? Yes. And you know what? It's interesting when you say that I, I feel really strongly um, and, and medical doctors are sometimes on one side and naturopaths or, you know, I, you know, I don't mm -hmm. want to, I don't want to partake um, in the uh, in the other side, sort of quote unquote. Yet, yeah, yeah. The way I run my practice is uh, that I feel really strongly in terms of working alongside Western medicine because mm -hmm. we have a patient sitting in front of us, and how why not get a whole team approach to this to this patient such that they feel totally supported. And 100%. you know what? I I mean, as a naturopath, I'll I will say, listen, you should go see your GP for uh you know antibiotics, for example. Mm -hmm. We need these in this situation. And as yeah. a naturopath in Alberta, I can't prescribe those as of right now. And mm -hmm. so it's not that I feel like all sides, you know, when I say and, and both sides, which I feel like then creates a bit of a polarization when I say that, yet both sides really play a role in our health. So when I'm speaking to patients, it's very much about working with a whole team approach and not just medical doctors, you know, mm -hmm. whether it be osteopaths, uh, traditional Chinese medical doctors, etc. I really mm -hmm. appreciate working with others. Well, that's great. I, I'm a firm believer in the multi input approach. Okay, so before you became a naturopath and we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, what were you like kind of growing up? Like, was this something that you always had an inkling for was health always a big part of your life? Was there anything in particular that kind of put you on to this? And I guess leading up to that as well is this isn't where you started in your career. So maybe you could, you know, tell us a little bit about, about those items in your lifetime. Yeah. So, gosh, you know what, when you asked me that question um, about, is this what you always wanted to do? And I don't think, 
I, I definitely don't think I had being a doctor in mind when I was younger, yet I think back to my childhood and I was, uh, I was curious, like I was mm-hmm. always curious and I was also com- combine that with, I would say that I was a very highly sensitive child. Mm-hmm. So combine that with that uh, aspect of myself, I really took a liking or a curiosity to people mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, you fast forward that to now. And, and when I talk about, you know, in our initial intakes as a naturopath, you sit for 90 or I sit with 90 for 90 minutes with mm-hmm. people. It's very much about, Oh, you know, what, what is the whole story? What is your, what's your story? Mm-hmm. Not just your health concerns. So I feel like, you know, that's probably been ingrained in my personality um, forever. I went on to university, uh, my undergrad degree, and I did kinesiology. So, you know, Mm -hmm. when I think about health in general, and that being um, a passion of mine, or, or again, a curiosity of mine, I definitely had that combined with a science brain. I was very much like structure and how does this, how can I memorize this list? Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't, I, I definitely didn't have the art piece acquired that I feel like is more sort of uh, body driven versus mind driven. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did that in university. And do you know what I think really kicked me off into what I, you know, to medicine in general was I struggled with a chronic injury in my university years training triathlon. Mm -hmm. And I really had to seek both Western and alternative care to get a lot of answers. So seeing these unbelievable neurosurgeons um, mm-hmm. to, you know, to a, a TCM doctor who we couldn't communicate because we spoke different languages. So I really, and, and what I wanted was to, for it, for the two to marry, because then, you know, all of these practitioners could speak together to get answers because I couldn't get any answers. Mm-hmm. So that catapulted me into uh, my goal coming out of university was to run a, a clinic that combined Western and, and alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. And so then ru- knowing that, you know, running a clinic, I needed the, the business acumen to, to be able to, to run the show. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, my gosh, Kelly, I think I, I think I almost failed biz 20. Like I, didn't, I, didn't know I remember biz 20. Yeah, okay. yeah, so I was like, well, I and was also in the kinesiology program, okay. but took biz 20 because I actually started in the business program and then switched to kinesiology program, which was so funny. So funny but I, I do know. remember biz 20. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate that then. Cause then, uh, <laughs> you know, I got out of school and I was like, well, you know, what, what, what do I like in business? Mm-hmm. And I traveled for a year. Uh, like Asia, Australia with my dear friend. And mm-hmm. then I was like, man, I kind of like trading stocks. Yeah, I think I'm like a <laughs> securities course. Oh, you know, I got it. I got, I honestly, it was, I, I was put in a cage. Literally, it was called the cage mm-hmm. uh, for my first year in um, retail investment banking. Uh, and so did that for a year and then, and then kind of catapulted into this business career because I was like, well, I'm actually really liking this. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and I think, do you know, what's interesting is that 
it was, I, I look back on this and I would not change this period in my life for anything. Meaning mm-hmm. I think even now as a doctor, it, it gives me perspective, right? Yet mm-hmm. I got really in my head. I got really in my head. And you know what? I think I got really in my ego. I was like, you, so it was a very male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you, you're telling me I can't do this. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. So I got my level one CFA mm-hmm. quit my institutional, um, equity sales desk assistant role mm-hmm. in Calgary and was like, Oh, uh, you know, I can do this. I can be you. Mm-hmm. Um, I.e., like the salespeople on the desk, and so I got, I went off and and got a position in um, in Toronto on one of the desks there. So I think it's interesting, like looking back, because it brought, you know, I appreciate, and I mean, I'll I can talk about this more yet. I appreciate the knowledge and the mind mm-hmm. as much as going with your gut feeling mm-hmm. or intuition or making decisions based on both, not just one. Right. Yeah. And I, oh, interesting. Like, okay. I have a question. I have a question coming up about that actually that I really wanted to talk to you okay. about. So I will, we'll circle back to that one. Yeah. Well, so I just think it's interesting. Yeah. The, 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 the route that I went at that time mm-hmm. was very sort of head driven until I, until I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go back to school. Mm-hmm. which so. is such a big change. And we've talked about, you know, you go from having a certain kind of life, you've probably got a pretty decent paycheck at this point, you're, you're doing your thing, and you're doing well at it. So, you know, all of a sudden, you're like, okay, it's time to hit the e-brake and make a <laughs> make a left hand turn here. And, yes. you know, sometimes it's really hard to rein it in when you're, you know, quite successful in a different endeavor. But can yeah tell us more about how you decided it was time to come back to kind of your initial passion of people and health and yeah i gosh my god that's taking me so far back yet i do remember um feeling as though and my dad taught me this actually mm-hmm. you want to leave on a high mm-hmm. you know i didn't want to leave the industry feeling oh like i really want out of here Mm-hmm. And I sort of got into this, yeah, I got into this area where I was like, okay, you know, I don't feel driven and motivated as much as I would have, you know, three years ago mm-hmm. in my position. And I was like, I think I'm ready to transition because I knew I always wanted to since I left university. I knew that that mm-hmm. was what I wanted to to do. And I was 30. I was like, mm, okay, you know what? I got to do this now, or am I going to ever do this? <laughs> um, and so I started taking courses um, mm-hmm. to upgrade. And, and sorry, you know what? I'm not even sure about upgrading because I was such a nerd and, <laughs> and did pretty well at school. Yet, mm-hmm. um, took courses that I needed. Uh, did some, uh, you know, medical writing the exam courses, mm-hmm. and then. And then I left on a high. I left mm-hmm. when I wanted to, and I felt really good about my relationship with everybody at the uh, at uh, the office at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, and then strapped on a backpack, and mm-hmm. then started just continuing my courses, and uh, and then got into school that following September. 
So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it was like a, a aha moment. I think it was mm-hmm. more of sort of small decision after small decision during that year that I was like, okay, this feels so right. Yeah. So do you feel at that point, maybe the, the gut feeling maybe started to take over a little bit more totally. from the head? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this mm-hmm. is what's also interesting too. So um, I went and started applying to honestly, I think every single medical school that I got really excited about across North America, a couple in Australia. Um, anyway, so a couple in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I wrote about how what I wanted to do, I really wanted to combine Western alternative medicine, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And nobody got back to me except one school in Australia. And so I was heading to my final interview with the Australian school. And I went for lunch with a friend of mine that was in the naturopathic medical school in Toronto at the time. Okay. Um, I had this um, lunch with her and she's like, Hill, really think about what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know you and she, we started talking about naturopathic medicine and I was so excited about naturopathic medicine and mm-hmm. she knew that. And she and I were talking about it. We were getting all excited. And she's like, what, like, what do you think, you know, why are you choosing this route in Australia versus, you know, using a school right here where you're like really passionate about it. And mm-hmm. Kel, I started bawling. Like I was at the bar <laughs> in Toronto. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, like kind of those like, like that crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like, this is Mm -hmm. insane. And so like insane, meaning like, I'm not, I'm really up here and not really going with like, what sort of my, just like you just said, my intuition is telling me. So Mm -hmm. went to the final interview, um, got in, declined a a week later, uh, applied for, um, the naturopathic medical school got in a, you know, a, a couple months later and then, yeah. and, the, and then the rest is. Was wow. Yes. That's wild. So that's a funny question for you to ask and like really interesting or, or um, good to reflect on that. Cause that's so, yeah, it went from sort of up here into, mm-hmm. into that. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> what a great story. <laughs> so what, as you decided to make the decision, I would say maybe more, you knew you were going to go pursue some sort of medical career after, after leaving your financial position. What was the scariest aspect of that? Do you think like, what was part of you that's going, okay, this is a big thing. Like, was it, uh, you know, a challenge to like financially give up all of that freedom that you were going to have and go back to a student life? Was it the fact that you're like, okay, I'm 30 and I'm basically starting all over. Obviously not that you couldn't rely on those skills and the talent that you had in that other career, but you know, you're like, it's, it's time to follow the dream. It's time to do what I said I was going to do. So kind of what do you think was the most challenging or, you know, the most scary about making that big decision? Yeah, that's, um, I think what's interesting with that question is, and, and thinking out loud about that is that, Mm -hmm. I feel like there was small, scary steps along the way. 
Mm-hmm. Because what's interesting is that overarching, like I look back on that and yeah, you know, okay, in that year that I was like thinking about courses and going back to school and whatnot, I definitely, you know, piled up um, a bit of a nest egg such financially mm-hmm. such that I could feel okay mm-hmm. through school um, and took out loans such that I felt, you know, good mm-hmm. about about taking care of that piece for sure. Um, and, um, what, what is interesting though, is that it was such the right decision and it felt so right. Like I said, Mm -hmm. that I don't remember feeling so scared. Like I don't like change. I mean, you know, my husband jokes with me a little bit still yet when I think I'm growing through it yet. Like I don't, I change scares me. Oh it's, so, yeah. It's hard for everyone. Right. Yeah, Right. And so I, so I think like, you know, along the way when I'd be like, you know, sitting by myself at five in the morning, we had to be on the desk super early. And mm-hmm. so I, I would keep up when I left uh, my, my job on Bay street, I would be up like at the crack of dawn, you know, 4.35 AM and start my day um, and head to the, to head to the library instead of, and I mean, I relaxed a little bit on that yet (laughs) sometimes like sort of in those like smaller moments or excuse me, those quieter moments being like, Oh my gosh, like this is a lot of change. So Mm -hmm. I feel like there was fear along the way yet. Mm -hmm the overarching feeling from that time when I look back, I think I don't remember feeling so scared. And do you know what I also think was in my, in uh like in my pocket or thank God it was, was like, probably I was so naive. Like, <laughs> you know, I can do this. Yeah. I can change my, I can turn my life upside down. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I, totally, I, I was like quite naive and mm-hmm. you know, I, And it was, and I don't remember also feeling like, okay, like a lot of naturopaths get out of school and don't even start practicing because in natural, in the, in school, there's no business courses. Like it may Mm -hmm. have changed now. And there's some great business coaches out there now, like really good. Mm -hmm. Yet a lot of people just don't even start. And I think maybe I wasn't so worried about that piece because I was like, okay, no, mm-hmm. I'm 30. Like I'm not yeah. 21. Yeah. So I sort of maybe had that kind of like, okay. And you no. had outside experience too, yeah. like in a, in a different field, obviously, you know, that's a huge, that's a huge bonus to start with that right. you had that experience prior yeah. to. So I think, you know, to maybe summarize that answer is more like, I, yeah, I have a lot of little fears that mm-hmm. popped up along the way um, that was more about change and evolving mm-hmm. um, and concern over that, as opposed to sort of what I would think would be natural money, yeah. you yeah. know, career change, uh, mm-hmm. stability, etc. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's uh, well, it sounds like obviously you've made, you made the right decision and listened to your, your gut at the right time. Um, so your practice in particular, you specialize in more pediatric and fertility naturopathy. Mm-hmm. What kind of led you to this? Like, obviously I know you're a mom, so Hillary has three kids. They are so adorable. Um, and like, did you start out 
in that area prior to having children? Was this something that you became drawn to kind of immediately or was it just kind of flowed with how your life was going as well? And it became more of an interest as it, you know, presented itself more in your life. Yeah. I think there's, well, a couple reasons. One, I mean, even in school, I remember saying like, I really, I, I did a, um, a course sort of focus in on pediatric medicine. So mm-hmm. from, from the get go, I wanted to, to do children. And I think then, you know, sorry, taking a step back from, from the, um, children support side, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I got out of school when I, I was pregnant, when I was writing my board exams, mm-hmm. um, and then naturally kind of got into prenatal, uh, pregnancy, postpartum care. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting. My, my jump to fertility and then into children, specifically ADHD, autism, mm-hmm. um, genetic differences, disorders. I think when I group all of that together, which is interesting uh, to group it all together, is more about naturopathic medicine and the way I practice is very much what are there's answers, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not label things, whether it be unexplained infertility or mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, Asperger's. Let's mm-hmm. not label it. Let's really look at the whole picture mm-hmm. and know that there are answers mm-hmm. um, and, and be able to sort of treat the whole person and get down to, well, and I'm sort of being cliche here with naturopathic medicine, yet get down to the root cause of it. Mm-hmm. And so I have, I think that drives me into that, into that, into all those areas in general, because, and, you know, thank goodness for fertility clinics now, my goodness, mm-hmm. a huge role in, the, in, you know, a hundred percent. Exactly. So yet some and not all and this is this is where i love dealing with fertility because you i mean mm-hmm. you go all over north america and fertility clinics from one to the next all over are so different in the way they practice and what their approach yes. is and what they believe in etc is so different so yet mm-hmm. some fertility fertility clinics are very based on these are the stats you know you're x number of years old and this yeah. is what you should believe who you are and what yeah. you're here's where you here's where you fit into the matrix here's yeah. what here's what stats tell us you're capable of at your age or condition or whatever it is and yeah. i you know i'll, I'll i'm going to be completely transparent i actually when when i moved back to um the city and we got to chatting and i knew that you had a clinic I remember one of the first things I talked to you about was, you know, I need some assistance. I'm having, I'm, we're having trouble. And it was funny because you were on mat leave at the time. So we didn't end up actually connecting at that time about that. But I did find another naturopath who was very helpful. And I, and I have visited several clinics and gone down the road with one of them. And they do all have such a different approach. Approach, and, exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think, I think the, that, that's it. And it, I mean, this is where that sort of team approach comes in, meaning mm-hmm. from a naturopathic medical standpoint with fertility, for example, I feel like we play a, a huge role in really understanding the mind 
the body, the mental, emotional, mm-hmm. physical, spiritual. Like, I mean, there is a, you, we both know there is a million trillion things go into uh, conceiving. And mm-hmm. so I think that the nat- a naturopath can bring in uh, or bring, yeah, bring in support for a lot of different uh, parts of those. And another thing is, is to say, hey, you know what, you're maybe not getting the answers that you want in this clinic. Mm-hmm. I have the knowledge of, you know, XYZ doctors down in the States or over mm-hmm. in another province. Maybe we venture over there. And these are the mm-hmm. questions you ask. These are the exactly the, the, the uh, people you want to get in touch with. So, you know, p- potentially it's not even myself that plays the role in, in mm-hmm. the role in treatment, quote unquote, and, and more so the support to, to find the answers. And it's the yeah. same with, I mean, you know what I actually look at, if you think about, or if I think about my, my love for, for, um, children, uh, children's medicine is very much, I, I feel, and you know what I wrote about this just even, uh, this week, like I really feel strongly that, if we can grow strong children, healthy children, mind, body, emotionally, physically, mentally, Mm -hmm. we will have the ability to change the world one healthy child at a time. And Mm -hmm. it's so I or I think it sounds like a little bit like, Oh, you know, let's change the world. Maybe. (laughs) if but you have to have the building blocks. We have to give the kids yeah. the building blocks to be able totally. to be the people who they're going to become. Exactly. And like the empowerment and the, the mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, my goodness, we're talking a lot about mind and, and sort of knowledge with, with knowing and intuition, you know, mm-hmm. well, let's, let's nurture that in children to really go with both, to balance both mm-hmm. of those out, to be like, yep, this feels right. I'm going to go run the world or I'm going to go do this and play a role in just changing the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds really big. You know what? It sounds actually. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, but that's, well, that's I'm, your passion, I'm, I'm right? What's that? Yes. Well, it's your passion, right? Yeah. So that's, it's a huge, yeah. it's a huge piece of who you are. And, and for anybody who doesn't follow Hillary, I will put, you know, all of her details in the show notes on the Parlay website. And I absolutely love following you on social media because A, you're just a fountain of knowledge. You're, you're thirsty for knowledge all the time. You always are, you know, constantly researching and it just shows how dedicated you are to your practice and your patients. And, you know, in addition to that, I, I love how honest you are. There's no, you know, there's no filters. There's no tying everything up in a nice bow. Like you'll just put up, you know, <laughs> some days and it's like, you've got a wild bedhead photo, you know, <laughs> that, that was a great photo. Or you're talking about the realities of even your own personal journey of parenting dur- during a pandemic. Like you're very real about the fact that, listen, like we're not all going to be sitting at the table crafting with our kids 24 seven to keep them occupied. Like there's some days where everyone hits a wall and thank goodness for Netflix and Disney plus, because some days you just, you have to keep the balance and you have to know that we're not superhuman, especially in the, you know, given circumstances that we've all been living in for 
a year now. So I, I really encourage everybody to follow Hillary for a multitude of reasons. It's, it's entertainment, it's knowledge, and it really is a breath of fresh air in a world where, you know, everything's kind of rosy online a lot of the time. So thank you. Thank you for showing your real self uh, to all of us. It's so refreshing. Yeah. And I appreciate you saying that because you know what, that's actually what, what I like, what I intend, like my intention behind it is to emanate is, is just that authenticity, like exactly what you're saying. And, and I do appreciate, um, you know, this is where that when you say sort of thirsty for knowledge, I do feel like um, I love learning still, right? And I think this mm-hmm. is a job. I mean, I guess every job for that matter is, you know, you don't have to be stale in any job yet. This mm-hmm. is one where like things are changing so much, whether it be for sure. research or modalities, etc. And so I definitely feel like, I appreciate the science behind things mm-hmm. uh, or, or concerns and health concerns and, and uh, diseases as much as I do. What else plays a role in it? You know, mm-hmm. uh, what else aside from the, the research plays a role in how this disease is manifested or, or come to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I appreciate putting both of those things out there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess in that same vein, like speaking about, you know, authenticity and knowing that we can't kind of be all things to everybody at one time. And how important is failure to you? And, you know, what, what do you think may have been the biggest lesson that you've kind of learned to date and kind of taken a lot of knowledge from that and kind of brought forward into your life? Yeah, I love this question. And it totally, I shouldn't say it stumps me. It's more like, again, I feel like it's like, there's probably not one single big, uh, my God, please, I, I, of course, I've had some pretty major failures in my life yet. I can't, I can't think of one specific one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do feel is that, you know, for example, I'm going to put one out here. Mm-hmm. parenting mm-hmm. it's like you know, I constantly, <laughs> the ultimate ego buster like the <laughs> ultimate like you're flying you're flying high one day and then you're like rock bottom the next <laughs> totally and it, it's like they're it's like the so and I say this actually to patients often like it's you you literally rip your heart and part of your genetic makeup from mm-hmm. you put it in front of you and maybe parts of your personality, maybe parts of like physical (laughs) being are outside Mm -hmm. of you. And you walk around for the rest of your life with this kind of mirror in front of you. And um, I think that it's like a very big uh, role in, in your growth as a person. And so, Mm -hmm. and, and I feel really hard on myself. And I mean, you know what, you probably caught me at an interesting week because I feel like, man, I'm parent failing left, right, and center on a daily, minutely basis right now. Like that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Except, you know what? I do think that when I when I say that to you, like the failure piece is important because uh, because then it's like, what is the learning moment? What is mm-hmm. the what is the lesson in this? What is like? What do I take from this going forward? And so, 100%. you know, yeah. 
when you ask me like what what is the import or how important it is to you i think it's <laughs> i think it's really hard on my ego except it's constantly <laughs> important you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah. And, I, and that's, I, that's a big piece of why I wanted to start the podcast is I think in today's world, especially with so much access to people's information and their stories, but most people's stories only get traction when they become successful, right? And we often don't see, you know, the years of hard work or struggle or, you know, failures, but then learning from those failures to then propel yourself forward and, you know, I'm sure some people who may not know you that well think, oh, she's like got it all together. Like she's a doctor. Yeah. And before that she was in finance and like yeah. she's got these, a great husband and like these great kids. And, but I think you're so real about the fact that it's all steps, you know, one, one step at a time. Sometimes it's three steps forward and one step back. And, and there are different aspects of your life that they're not always going to go right all the time, but you have to figure, you have to take the lesson from why something didn't work and apply yeah. it and keep moving forward. And if you don't have any failures, it's really hard to move forward. Like how are you ever going to learn to better yourself? Right? Yes. I so, I so agree with that. And I really, you know, I, well, I bring up parenting because I think, I mean, because that's a, a huge example for, my life right now and, and, and a mm-hmm. focus of mine yet, my gosh, Kel, like even at work right now, it's, I'm constantly in need of growing my practice and going gangbusters mm-hmm. for a couple weeks or a month or a week to being like, uh, you know, did someone get a memo not to come see Dr. Hillary Denning? Because I am that <laughs> as up right now. So mm-hmm. it's, I'm three maternity leaves and uh six seven years into my practice I'm still building and so for sure even this week for example that it's funny because I'm like god I'm failing at home and I'm failing at work (laughs) except it it truly is like you know I do think well gosh it's so funny because the the question sort sort of stumps me except it really doesn't like uh you know even at work I feel like I would pull that failure piece kind of quote-unquote into mm-hmm. it as well because um you know you're I'm constantly like Kate that didn't work okay what do I do how mm-hmm. do I do this you know where do I go from here yeah oh well your honesty is appreciated so how how has you know I know we just have a few minutes left I know you're a busy lady and you have more people to uh you know share your knowledge with your patients take care of people today which is so important especially during this time um do you have any mantras, quotes, like anything that you reflect on often that you feel kind of helps put things back into perspective or any routines or outlets that, that help you kind of refocus and yeah. keep moving yeah, forward? That's, I, I love that question because there's a couple things and, and, mm-hmm. and they're actually the, they're opposites too. So one okay. is I definitely use my runs and fresh mm-hmm. air to work through stuff, stuff, like stuff, stuff the stuff, <laughs> yeah, the million tabs that are open in, in your brain at once. <laughs> I love it. That's such a good, uh, I just like picture that analogy. Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think I use that movement and the motion and the progression uh, to work through stuff. Yet I also, also get to a point 
And most of the time I'll say it's from like my sister or my best friend. Like it's not usually on my own that I get here yet. They're Mm -hmm. like, Hill, stop, like stop trying to work through this problem and progress Mm -hmm. and move and push forward. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, and I, and I, and I bring it up with patients sometimes too, is maybe what the answer is right now is to sit comfortably in your discomfort, like mm-hmm. sit as opposed to push against a wall where the wall's pushing back at you. Mm-hmm. And when you have the ability or when you have, when you, when you do stop and you sit in that discomfort it's like the walls can dissipate around you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's great advice. Yeah. I think that that's huge. And, the, and, and there's a mixture, right? It's like, well, mm-hmm. you know what? I got to progress. Like I got to move through this. Mm-hmm. Such that it's not always the case that you got to sit. And I'm not talking about sitting and dwelling. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sort of saying, or I am. Let it be. Just let it be. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Just let it be for a while. Yeah. And, and that way, then life flows, as opposed to what I really like is like structure. And that's just not always what is needed. So yeah, yeah, so I do have to and I and I can't take I can't take, um, you know, kudos for, for most of the time coming up with that in my head, like, I definitely feel like I have my people that are like, hell, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yet once it happens like once I'm like yes right okay then I I can sort of shift that way awesome well I think that this has been a really good conversation with you know so many great lessons that you've shared and your ability to be authentic it's just who you are I think people get so much out of that um you know I trust you I know that when you can be yourself I think that it really you know, says a lot. And you're so dedicated to your constant quest for knowledge and applying that to your practice and your friends and your family. I know you're just, you just always show up. And, um, you know, I want to thank you for that. And I want to thank you for being on today. Um, you can find more information about Hillary and her practice and some of the other things that she's involved with in her life on the website, um, on the Parlay website. So Hill, thanks for being on. Yeah, Thanks so much. Uh, that was, I love chatting with you and thanks for having me on. Of course. Well, the power of connected conversation never ceases to amaze me. Time is so precious. So thank you everyone for tuning in. As I said, check the podcast website for details on Hillary and some notes on our conversation and join me on the next episode of Parlay as we continue to journey on with inspiring guests and learn invaluable lessons for betting on yourself. Until next time, everyone, enjoy yourself.